quick, say something clever. Max, quickly, in one sentence, describe the difference between flat and conical burrs. Go. One is conical, one is flat. Oh my God, that's great. Okay, so that's, <laughs> so that's a wrap then, is it? <laughs> uh, I wasn't expecting you to come back with anything so clever so quickly. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and then you just exit. Exit. Oh, drop the mic. No, 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 you don't drop the mic because it, it was a lot of money. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we, we're not, we don't have that kind of budget. No, not yet. Not yet. Yeah. Working hey, on it. We're, we're going to be talking about, it's not really so much about flat birds, conical birds. That's at the center of it. We're going to be talking about, um, well, actually flat birds and conical birds. We are going to talk about. Well, we are going to talk about it, but we're going to talk about it within the context of making good espresso. And I kind mm-hmm. of think it's going to be focused on espresso because it's such a huge subject but, area. But is it going to be a good espresso? But or is it knows? just in your head? Uh, well, you, you wouldn't know that, would you? You actually wouldn't it, know. Exactly. I, I, might be, I might be tasting this cup of coffee here and say that it's delicious. Yeah, that's right. As he drinks a glass of water, which is exactly. like the Dilbert cartoon where he, he comments on that his wine was maybe the grapes were picked a day late and the waiter observes that's his water glass. Um, yes. So we're going to be talking about, about birds, but also um, in the context of grinder technology and in the mm-hmm. context of home versus uh, home versus at the cafe and try to kind of somehow pull all of this together. We're going to weave it all together so that What's at the end of this, all important. you're completely confused like we are, or, yes. or possibly, uh, or possibly you've maybe been enlightened a little bit as to why these different things exist, why some people swear to one over the other. And in fact, why there are right and wrong choices. Um, and people sort of says, Oh, it's up to you. Actually there are right and wrong choices. Uh, depending upon whether you are, you know, what your use case is, whether you're having this for a cafe or for home, or indeed what actually interests you or what's important to you. Exactly. You have to think where you want to have your coffee, where you're installing your kit. Oh, yeah. 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 So let's just just talk a little bit about, because these birds, I mean, they've been around for a while. In fact, the conical, so we're going to (laughs) be... The birds being around. The birds have been around for a while. Yeah, because Um, it's been... They've been spinning around. Well, they have, got, they have actually spun around because they've got, they're coming in and out of trend and um, for different reasons. It's actually kind of interesting as it goes back in a bit of a history lesson as to why in the popularity of some birds have become yes. uh, more popular. Also, also, I think it's also very, very interesting to, to actually uh, go into this, the history uh, of, uh, of explaining how birds ca- came to be because people started drinking coffee from beans just by, you know, bashing them with a, with, with a, um, with a stone, uh, or even not bashing them at all. Then there were two schools. There was uh, yeah. bashed or non-bashed, like like uh, we have now conical or flat birds. So bash and non-bashed. But in either case, they were getting uh, very fast extractions and they were getting very poor extractions. So one came up with this idea of grinding the thing, mm. and then yeah. Well, I mean, conical totally birds. How it happens. Conical birds have been existed for ages in in like salt grinders salt would everything really i don't I, to be honest i don't really know what what came first because um actually no i know what came first and i can swear conical that birds. no flat birds and it must be conical birds because all those old vintage machines uh-huh. that you've got are all conical birds but you're forgetting something the little hand ones well uh, you're forgetting something I'm, i forget a lot of things max What's flower yeah but 
Are you talking about industrial? At an industrial? I'm talking level? about milling. So I'm talking about. Uh, no, they had grain. rollers. Didn't they have rollers? No, nope. not flatbirds. They had rollers. No, they are actually they are two pieces of granite or stone rubbing against each other on top. So that's actually. Oh, a you're right. You're right. Yeah, I actually had one of those. Um, yeah, my farm we used to have all the old equipment. So you're so right. Yeah, that this, is this. actually a flat burr, literally. Well, it's not. It's it's the same shape and same like physical movement, but it's it doesn't have principle. the blades. No, it doesn't. Doesn't have the blades. And ah, so now that's a great Aha. segue. Oh, what a great segue. It's almost like I planned this. <laughs> I um, know, right? Into, <laughs> we haven't. <laughs> we haven't. We really, we never plan anything. But the, 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 it's actually very important before you even get into the whole conversation about like, oh, is this burr better than that burr and why and how does it work and what's cheaper or hotter or, or that kind of stuff. You've got to understand well, like, what you're trying to get out of it, right? And, and actually exactly. what grinding is, because it's not what you think it is, possibly. No, not at all. Yeah. In fact, probably almost not at all. Um, in fact, there's, there's generally there's two parts to the grinding process. Mm -hmm. If you think you're taking a bean, so you imagine a bean, imagine, imagine, mm -hmm. hold up an imaginary bean, Max. Yes, I, I'm imagining. I'm imagining. In fact, bean. your head looks a bit like an imaginary. It, bean. I was about to say, I'm imagining my so, head. You're, you're, it's probably going to be unpleasant so, now. <laughs> now I've got this horrible thought going through my head of putting your head of putting your head through like a, a grinder. But anyway. Uh, I don't know, but I am glad it's 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 a uh, it's a video call. If you've got anger, <laughs> if you've got anger management issues, just imagine Max's head is going through a grinder. What actually first happens is I am very relieved that this is video, this is on video. It's not live. <laughs> Are we breaking any YouTube rules? Um, is I the, don't know. Is, is there, there's look, there's a compression fracture, mm -hmm. and then there's a shearing fracture. Fracture. So um, the first part is that you want to basically break that bean up into yes. smaller pieces that are still too large to be to be coffee grinds but it then allows you to deal with them in a, in a secondary function so the mm -hmm. first compression fracture is where you literally says it sounds you squeeze the thing the thing comes under pressure mm -hmm. from two sides and it just it breaks it breaks yeah. into different pieces different shapes that then allows it to go into further into the burr mm -hmm. where there are blades and those blades don't cut it, but will they apply another pressure? It's what's called a shearing pressure, mm -hmm. where if you imagine you've got a sort of a, a left hand and a right hand, and it's one's like, pushing one way at yes. the top, and another's pushing another way at the bottom, but they have sharp teeth in them, they push that way, then you create a, a what's called a shearing fracture, and, and that's what gets the, the coffee down into a much more uniform shape mm -hmm. and, a, and a smaller size. So you've and got these... Are the Flat birds. These are flat birds, yeah. Okay. I, actually, both. It's, it applies really, in the same way to conical birds. It just it goes through. A, I think it goes through more steps. But I'm not actually. You can explain that because I don't really understand that. Um, we're calling this grinding, but easy grinding actually. It's or not easy. Really, it's a different kind of physics. I mean, uh -huh. it, yeah. Because if it was grinding in theory, it would actually be with uh, with with a, with a with a grinding stone. Where you yeah. actually have the the stone and you just go and rub it against it and you it'd be like a friction and weight exactly you know? like it's the not old, like that the at old all. milling machines like the old mills yeah but it's but not like is, that at all exactly otherwise we, you would you would end up with flour or and it coffee. would be very difficult to make coffee with it <laughs> yeah or so, but the important else, point uh, of this right but the important mm -hmm. point is that you've got an objective yes and and this is really at the heart of this whole conversation is the objective is to be able to get out quite a uniform, that is mm -hmm. to say, 
similar shape and size mm-hmm. coffee grains at the end of it all. Yes. And the reason you want that is because espresso extracts quite quickly. Um, you know, you've got a number of seconds to get the coffee out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, you are extracting around the surface of that coffee yes. grain. You're not got time to go into the inner part of the coffee. You know, this is another conversation, but the, the chemical reaction that happens happens on the surface. If you imagine in a few seconds, it's not dissolving the entire coffee grain. So it's, yeah, it's literally I, I taking actually, the molecules off the edge of it. Yeah, personally, area. I actually disagree with that definition, but uh, it's I'm just nitpicking. Okay, well, yeah. Okay, well, you can explain maybe in more detail. But the point is, is that surface area is very yeah. important because surface area is important um, if you've got different size grinds. And let's let's define mm-hmm. them as what they are. So the people call them boulders, the target size grind, and then the fines. And the the boulders are the the, the big. They're outside. They're, they're larger on the distribution mm-hmm. curve than you're expecting to get. The target size grind size is what you were hoping to get and the fines are the the smaller things now the 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 smaller particles mm-hmm. now it kind of goes against this contra contrarian thinking but the smaller the particles the bigger the surface area yes so and that's the bit that people kind of don't quite get um well it's easy actually uh, yeah. we can visualize it if you want please uh, think of a sphere like that Mm-hmm. Now imagine that the surface area is let's let's simplify it instead of a sphere, let's have it as uh, as um, two-dimensional as circle. a circle. Yeah, uh, two-dimensional. It's exactly the same. So you have these, and your surface area is only these. So you what you can access is the outside of it. Yeah, and you can only go as far is inside as you can, and that's why you were saying that it's important to have more surface area, so more, smaller particles, because in a certain amount of time, in a, in a unit of time, you can only extract, let's say, up to this much. Yeah, so that's why a small amount on the exterior of the circle. Right. Yes. So if you take this circle and you split it in two, yeah, and then you, the you imagine it in as two semicircles, the surface area is bigger because you will have the half circle plus this bit in the here middle. in the center. Yeah. So you That's will exactly have two right. diameters. You will have two particles with the same surface area as before, plus two diameters. Assuming the volume is the same. Well, the, the volume is the same. Well, no, I'm just saying that if 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 you've got less fines because and you've got less volume, yes, that's, that's yes. different. I, I'm actually same, just explaining this particular... Same amount of volume, but that volume is made up of smaller particles. Exactly. You've got a bigger surface area, which means faster extraction. Precisely. So, the whole, so the, this whole equation, this whole math that we didn't think we we're getting into, we just thought we wanted to drink coffee, but no, no, we're all playing math experts. Yeah. Do we want it, to do one Inter really? No, we don't. But <laughs> the point is, <laughs> Thank what, you. what you do have to understand is that, is that um, you know, the key to, to, getting, to getting a good shot is, is to be able to extract evenly. I'm sure everyone's heard this, right? An even mm-hmm. extraction. But if yes. you've got boulders, target grinds, and fines, all mixed together in I don't know different random you know uh, ratios, mm-hmm. then you've you've got more you've got a more complex operation to do to work out how to get the balanced extraction. Mm-hmm. If you just had one grind size, that was it. If everything was exactly the same size and shape, you could pretty much just dial it and you could 
very quickly done and then go, wow, that's going to be, it's going to yeah. taste exactly well, like that every time. Well, actually, I think you would still take, it would still take you the same amount of time to dial in. I'm sorry, I'm playing the devil's advocate today. No, no, go play it. But um, yes, it would probably take you the same amount of time. It would just be simpler to explain. I think it'd be difficult, more difficult to do. I think it would be more you difficult think? to do. Yeah, I think so. Because you've, you've, got, you've, got, you've got things that are going to extract very quickly and therefore be bitter. You've got things that are going to under-extract. I think it's going to be more difficult than if you've got, you know... Yes, but if you have the same size particles, you still have to find a sweet spot that works for all of them. So you still have to find your 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 balance. So whether it's because you have boulders and, and, and fines or whether you have to optimize for one single particular monodistributed particle yeah. size. Now, I know what you're saying. What you're saying is very logical. However, I'm going to rely upon, I'm going to fall back upon the... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the solid defense of I read somewhere, but I can't remember where or who said it. Uh, but that it was. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it works. <laughs> so you know, clearly, Max, you have you have to understand uh, that. Yeah, you read Google somewhere, it. probably on the internet. Uh, yeah, look, anyway, but that's that's the goal. The goal is mm -hmm. to get so. In last week, we were talking about um, the Malconig uh, X-wing fifty-eight, right? <laughs> X-wing. <laughs> I love that thing. Uh, they're going to call it that one day. And they're going to write to them and ask yes. the Batwing. They're mm -hmm. going to say, they're going to change the name one day. And then and we're going to take grinder. credit for it. Yeah. Um, and we, we, we told a story about uh, Scott Rao out in Canada. And this guy went there um, and then saw that Scott Rao was extracting uh, really large quantities um, of, of espresso in terms mm -hmm. of total um, dissolvable solids using the EK43 grinder, which was a flatbow grinder. So a lot of people were using conical, conical burrs before then, right? Mm -hmm. so that's, this is the history lesson. So people were using okay. real, because they were cheap and, and that's what people were using. Hmm. He saw actually, these... I remember the, the old coffee grinders of, of old, the ones that you, you know, the cubic yeah. boxes. Yeah, those yeah, are I've got flat birds. No, they're conical birds, my friend. I got one, got one downstairs. Are they? Okay. Yeah, they are. Um, and, and corrected. Yeah, that's all right. Um, and, uh, so he, they were using these flat bursts. So he, he found that because there was, as we, as we said last week, because there was this much less, um, distribution, mm -hmm. you know, there was a much tighter distribution, tighter distribution. There were, uh, he was able to up the amount of, uh, of espresso, of coffee. Mm -hmm. So he went from instead of using 16 grams, you know, he was pushing 20, 21, 22 grams mm -hmm. of coffee. And then he went off and won the, the World Barista Championships by bringing in a flatbird grinder. I think that's his, this is when flatbird grinders really took off. He brought mm -hmm. in a flatbird grinder, and which I think was the EK43 he used in the championships. And he was using a lot more coffee. And the reason he could get away with a lot more coffee was because it was simple, it was he could have that tighter distribution and that allowed him to really play with the kind of extractions that he could get mm -hmm. without having to worry about the, uh, the nuances of, of, you know, having an excess number of fines and boulders in there that mm -hmm. would play with the extraction. So anyway, that, that's, that was the sort of the, the bit of the history that flatbus became quite popular. And then people started using them, started using them at home, but there are mm -hmm. the problems with flat burrs. So, you know, uh, and, and, and 
just to finish the history lesson a little bit, yeah. we, we went through the, so the flat blows were, were became really popular, especially in cafes when single origins are coming out and people started playing with higher doses mm-hmm. of coffee. Yeah. And, they and were we're using talking them in, of third wave coffee anyway here. Yeah, this is exactly. So we're talking about third wave coffee, right? Yeah. Um, but they were not, um, they were not necessarily the best suited for home uh, for a number of reasons. Mm-hmm. <laughs> One was because uh, they were more expensive. You, you had the, they were heavy, big. Um, they are heavier and bigger. They need a bigger motor. Mm-hmm. So you tend to have a bigger grinder. Uh, that's heavy. That's more expensive. Um, that's great for knocking out loads of shocks with high quantities of coffee and the rest of it, but that's not really what a lot of people at home use them for. Exactly. So, so actually started to swing back. I think Mazer started producing, I've forgotten the name of the range. They started producing conical burrs even when everyone else was doing a lot of flat stuff. They had a range. It was probably called the Mazer Conicals. I don't know. It was called the Mazer um, something. The Mazer actually, the, the conical burr of the Mazer are very common. Uh, they're very commonly used. Uh, yeah? They, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't they, know that. They are, uh, they are used even in the, in the hand grinders, in the JX Pro. The one I have yeah, is course, actually yeah. all has, the hand grinders are conical, right? Yes, I sure. think there is one of the models uh, that has uh, not. Sorry, sorry, I, I, I tell a lie. Um, those are actually Italburr, some of them. Um, they're not the Matzer, the Matzer are on the niche zero, yeah. The, so, I mean, the conicals on the niche, zero. yes, the conical burr on the niche zero are Matzer. Oh, they're Matzer, they're made by Matzer, yes. Oh, interesting. Interesting. It's a, it's a, I think it's a very standard. It's like the, the, the Mota Tamper. They may. Yeah. Yeah. They make out. it. They sell a lot of them to other people. Yeah. The Mazas are generally, I had a Mazza grinder. Uh, I think it was a super jolly in the cafe along with another one. And I hated it, but I also loved it and used it all the time. I loved it because it produced consistent results. I hated it because it had that really stupid wheel where you have to screw in a piece of metal. We didn't have to screw metal. We had, it was so cheap. We had just a bar that was stuck into the side. You got these little holes on the big ring. Yes. And then you had to move the ring around that it was always stiff and we could never get it adjusted properly. And then you'd always lose the bar, right? Because it doesn't stay in there. And then you'd have to make an adjustment. And you couldn't find the bar. I hated that thing. But it still produced better coffee quality than, than the, the newer ones that we had. Yeah. So, um, so the conical burrs are very different. They're tiny little, frankly, tiny little burrs. They're, um, they work on a different principle, but I'm, I'm in, in the sense that you get less retention because the coffee, if I understand correctly, the way the flat burrs work is the coffee's pushed out to the side. Yes. So as the burrs come closer together, mm-hmm. the, the grind gets finer because basically the coffee has to escape out the sides. Yes. So f- you, you use the centrifugal force. Yeah, and the coffee is uh, is pushed towards the edges where it starts hitting the first teeth of the of the birds. Yeah, and then you start getting into further into the bird because you have to consider that they're like uh, like, like wedges really. So you have uh, you have the coffee going in, it gets broken, and it, it travels further into the bird, and that's done by. Um, centrifugal force so it's actually going very fast through it until it reaches the point where it reaches the opening between the two birds which is the, your 
your grind setting mm-hmm. to an extent because that is a function of your uh, the distance between the two birds and the coffee that is between the birds because that will also uh, act as a grinding mechanism. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you reach a po- an equilibrium point at which the the um, the coffee particles are small enough that they will be shot out. Right. And once they're shot out, they're not ground anymore. And that's when they stop grinding and that's when they are ejected from the from the grinder. And that is why they make more unimodal, if you want, or, or uh, single, dis- uh, sorry, um, mono A unimodal is good, like a uniform yes. grind distribution, right? Exactly. You have a more uniform grind distribution. distribution. Because yeah. they reach a, a cutoff point and they get out. Yeah, that's it. Um, another thing that uh, that you say that you know every time that uh, they get they get cracked and they get broken. Every time you break a, a, a coffee bean, mm. you have a generation of fines. Mm-hmm. You generate some fines. Now, the more cracks you get, the more the more um, the more time you break something, the more fines you generate. Right. So if the the um, the grinding process is fast and quick, it will generate very little very little fines. While if you grind for a long time, you start generating more fines because you get you crack the same thing over and over and over. Okay. So if if it's if something is um, is very efficient in cutting, so you 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 half it every time. Let's say the coffee bean, uh, you you generate. 10 times uh, fines. If you have, uh, if you have instead um, a very slow process and uh, it's not very efficient, so you cut the bean, instead of halving it, you, you cut it in, uh, you take uh, a fraction of it. So mm. I don't know. Uh, I, really, I really should have used another number. <laughs> <laughs> Let's say you split it in four every time. So you, mm-hmm. you start with one, you have four, and then you start, you start again and you have um, uh, 16 and so on. If instead you, you half it every time, you will have twice as many um, fractures, twice as many breaks of the, be- of the same bean. So you will generate more fines because for every crack, for every fracture, you will have some yeah. fines being generated. That's another and I think one of the other controlling points on the flat burrs, and this is something that um, I don't know, was kind of went into, went into my. I think I, I think when I bought my sixty, I think it's a sixty-five mil burr. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it sixty-five? Yeah, a Eureka grinder. I, I wanted to go for bigger burrs because I, I read that they they produce um, more more uh, consistent uh, grinds and indeed that seems to be backed up although it seemed probably not to be the most important thing um really in in, in choosing so one of the things i would say if you're looking mm-hmm. at a grinder uh the reason people tend to go with bigger burrs is for speed actually more than the consistency exactly. but there is apparently an element of improvement in consistency as well whether that's worth having bigger burrs which means bigger engine which means bigger machine and everything else i don't know i mm-hmm. think i completely screw mine up and, and if i look at it if i was to go back and do it again i'd almost certainly buy a different grinder although i love my grinder i'd almost certainly buy a different one mm-hmm. because part of it is 
part of it is um, the retention that I have. It's, it's really a, it's a shop grinder. So I've got the wrong grinder because it's, it's for a shop. Um, exactly. And that actually will... So- Yeah, so look, so the next topic. look at what I did and then don't do what I did. <laughs> don't do it. Right? <laughs> so in fact, you can pretty much base your, base your coffee purchasing decisions on that. Um, no, <laughs> you, 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 I, I bought that because I thought, you know, if I go with something really pro, you know, it's going to be better. It's going to last longer and be very happy. But actually, in this case, what turned out to be really pro was something that had, was really pro for a different use case. Mm-hmm. And it makes lovely espresso, but the retention is horrendous in there if i give it a knock you know like how on that malconic uh, e43 you got the knocking thing mm-hmm. oh by the way by the way <laughs> i've seen a chadda a chaddo i don't know if you know that 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 i love the chaddas i had a yes. i had a commercial chadda juicer it cost about two grand at the shop that thing was a i'm telling you it was a workhorse that thing just lasted years it just all day long anyway This, um, so I, I believe in anything that's made by Chiato. But they've okay. got a grinder. They've got a coffee grinder, flatbook coffee grinder, mm-hmm. which is straight through. Yeah. Uh, has almost zero retention, but it's got like a little um, bellows on the yes. top. And you, and you pump the bellows on the top and it kind of <laughs> blows the co- any remains of the coffee through, which is... And all over your, co- your kitchen. Probably all over your kitchen. <laughs> you know? But it's out of the machine on my problem, buddy. Um, but, uh, but I, but anyway, so the, the, the big flat burrs have mm-hmm. retention issues. Yeah. Um, some of the issues that people talk about, I don't think are an issue. Uh, let uh-huh. me give you an example. Uh, the heating of it and people say, oh, well, the heat up, uh, Nick, uh, when I heat up the, those, uh, plates, the, the, uh, burrs go a little further apart and your, your grind size changes. turns out that actually grind size changes. Well, first of all, I'm making like one or two or three coffees in a row or something like that maybe it's not going to be an issue if i do which i usually don't yeah. uh it doesn't make any difference how do i know this i've tested it and the difference is about i don't know one percent or something so mm. it really makes zero difference if you're in a cafe churning it out all the time uh-huh. then you've got to get it to a certain heat level so you might warm it up so you would actually warm it up by running the machine without any coffee in it because then the burrs will 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 move and get to Mm -hmm. a certain heat temperature then you dial it in making some espresso and then you'd leave Mm -hmm. it and that would be how things would go if you're going through busy quiet busy quiet it's a bit more challenging that's one of the things to take care of in in a cafe if you're talking about home what have i got this machine for the other problem is Mm -hmm. that the design of the machine is such that the hopper remember that giant hopper i hated Yep. <laughs> served a purpose because I couldn't fit it under my kitchen cabinet. And the reason it's got a big hopper is because the gravity of the beans mm-hmm. helps push the beans through the, um, the burr mechanism. Exactly. I, I, because I change my coffee every, I mean, every literally not even every day I change my coffee every 20 or 30 minutes, uh, I will have, like, I'll say, I feel like a darker roast at the moment. So I put a dark <laughs> roast through. That was very nice, but now I feel like a medium roast. And I will mm-hmm. want to put a medium roast in there. And then my kids will come down and, and they'll want something different as well. So there's no point to having a bunch of beans in there. I'm changing them all the time. It's, it's the wrong machine for me. I hope that makes sense. Do you, does it yeah, make I, sense? I, I 100% agree. I, I, I think a lot of people think that you just need to spend more money into it i like to uh, keep saying we keep saying that you don't have to you don't <laughs> we keep saying we do have to is, okay. you have to but not not in that no. way 
but no, you don't really have to. <laughs> um, so, for example, a lot of the commercial grinders, they're not designed to make one coffee and then sit on your bench for uh, half a day until you want another coffee. They're pointless. Yeah. And at the same time, the demand for uh, single dosing is, has increased and that made a lot of coffee grinder makers start making the wrong thing. For example, there is, um, there is quite a few now that you have uh, single dosing, so they're, they're timed and you go there with your, with your pata filter, you push it in, it will grind the, the, the right amount of coffee. So I don't know, seven seconds, boom, you get your coffee freshly ground and then you go and, and you, do, you make your coffee. And then you go for, and you make another one. Mm-hmm. And then another one. That, that's kind of pointless. I find that silly. So if you are busy and if you're a busy cafe and, and, I've, and I'm seeing these more and more often, if you're a busy cafe, you don't need that. You don't need that kind of, you, you go there and you get it ground on the spot. There's no point. You might as well get a dozer, a dozer um, grinder because that's actually more consistent because if we grind a batch of coffee yeah and you just do it a while until it's until the, the the dozer is full and then you just take one or two or two clicks out you make one a single or a double there you go there you're done it doesn't make a difference because you don't have a lot of, a long residence time of the grounds into the the the, the yeah. dozer yeah uh, but now people are like oh Coffee, as soon as you grind it, it will go off. Yes, it will, but not in the next two minutes or 10. Yeah, Yeah. it's not going to be the determining factor. Exactly. And instead, actually, having bursts that start and stop, start and stop all the time, you will actually, you might end up having inconsistencies in your your grinds. Because if if you're going through a busy period, you have the first coffee that is going to come out in 30 seconds and the second coffee is going to come out in 25 and then, sorry, in uh, heats up. So it might actually uh, grind finer. So it, it's uh, going to be instead of 30, it's going to be 35 and then so on until yeah. it cools down again. You maybe you dial it in, then it cools down and, it, and, it, and it's too coarse. Yeah. So, Actually, on the subject of of coffee shops and grinders and coffee shops, one of the challenges I know uh, between different shops is if you're running a if you're running sorry a chain of shops and you go and buy a whole bunch of a specific grinder. Do you remember last week we talked about the problem was and and that that Malconic had was of um, getting the alignments correct. Mm-hmm. Well, even if they're correct, they may be slightly different. Yeah. So the problem is, and you hear people saying all the time, I see this on the, on the news groups all the time as well. People say, oh, what's the grind setting? What grind setting should I use? And you're like, well, well, you know, it just, it really depends. But not only does it depend, even if you're in the same temperature with mm-hmm. the same beans that were roasted at the same time from the same batch, the fact that you got, and you got the same grinder, those two grinders could be slightly different aligned. Exactly. Or one grinder might be a bit older and might have slightly blunter, um, blunter teeth, blunt, blunter blades. So might be uh, it might be assembled sli- slightly off, slightly yeah. offset. Yeah. So your so, eleven is my twelve. Exactly. So uh, so um, 
getting the alignment right on the burrs and ensuring mm. that you've got actually having said this for all even if you're not trying to to match at a coffee shop even at home one of the reasons to keep your burrs sharp is for that shearing um yes. uh, uh, element so the compression element will stay the same mm -hmm. but the shearing but the fractures same, but at the same time I see. I notice a lot of people. Oh, I need to. I need to, to change my blades. I need to change my my birds because they, yeah. they, they're blunt. How many coffees have you? Yeah, had no, they'll gone last a while. No, if this is really more. I guess if you're a shop, to be honest. Yeah, exactly. With you. I mean, birds are harder than steel. They will last for hundreds of kilos of coffee. Yeah, hundreds. Yeah, it's years of use in a coffee shop. So it's unlikely that uh, we will need to to change ours in. Um, more than twice in a lifetime, really. Yeah, that's right. Um, so, so <laughs> I, I'm I'm going to go and do another search. I tell you what, I I I I'm convinced still that I want to stick with flat burrs. Okay. I want to have a conical burr grinder because I just want to have a hand grinder because I want to I want to have that separately. We talked about that for yeah. I think I think it will turn will turn your routine around. Yeah, but for espressos, I want to stick with the flat burrs because those flat burrs are known to pull out. Um, maybe I think as you were saying, crisper, crisper notes. Yes, they do that. But for example, with a, a conical burr, you get more body. You do. I've heard that as well. And I love and I love texture and body. So and that is because you get more fines. You have a balance yes. of coarse and fine particles, and the fine particles actually go through the coffee and they go into the. Uh, into your cup as not as dissolved solids, but as suspended solids mm -hmm. and they change the mouthfeel. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. I didn't know that's what it was. Um, I do want, there must be the super fines. I mean, we're talking about coffee yeah, grinders. Yeah, a, You're talking about, I think a hundred micrometers all the way up to a thousand micrometers. That's the sort of the, the range that, that a lot of these coffee grinders grind to. And espresso is what espresso is that? Espresso is at 200, something like that. hundred, 200. It know, would be knows? a random number that I say out of top of my head yeah. that I make up just now. So I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah. So I'm, I'm interested in, in sticking with a flat burr uh, mm -hmm. for, for, as a machine, but I want to go with a single dosing. Now that's interesting because the, uh, the niche zero, mm -hmm. which I really want to buy because I want to support British companies and this is uh, and and, yeah. they, and they were really nice to me as well. I, I basically want to support anybody that's nice to me because I'm, you know, needy like that. Uh, they were really nice to me when I asked him to do an interview. Like he, James came straight back to me. He's like, yeah, definitely. You know, and he was answering questions and stuff. So I kind of really want to support them, but it's a conical burr. Mm -hmm. And I, I want to stick with a flat burr. So what I want is a, is a, is a, I've been looking at different grinders that are flat burr, single mm -hmm. dose. And there's a few design ideas. I like Baratza have got like the set a, I think is the 270 or something, which is kind of like a, a just a pass through. Um, and it's got some yes. really neat little features to it. Uh, which I really like, but it's ugly. <laughs> it's <laughs> ugly. I but can't don't worry, Sage bought them, so they're gonna be. They're gonna uh, be. It's gonna be even ugly. I don't know. Like it's it's like it, they've done some parts really good, and then they've stuck the worst looking faceplate on it, with long thin little kind of calculator type buttons that you can, mm. and it, it's great functionality and it's great that it's passed through, but it's noisy because it's, it's um, apparently that design when you have that drop through, um, I don't explain this very well, but, but one of the ways that they minimize retention mm -hmm. 
is by is is the motor is on the back and the burrs are in front is when you put the coffee through and it and it basically i know it goes off the side but it it gravity also helps it for there's nowhere for it to basically sit so you really get a lot of the um the the, the retention out and it, and it doesn't have much left in there but um it's got a number of different settings on there that are that are that are that are really cool this is the set a 270 i think i was looking at mm-hmm. that i really like the look of but it was just so ugly i couldn't i couldn't use it i couldn't have that in my kitchen i'd regret it every morning i look up you know <laughs> or i'm not right next to my rocket which looks so beautiful so you got to come it's up with some ideas shiny box i love it I, I polish it all the time it's a shiny box i'm going to do a review of that soon i'm going to tell you what i like and what i don't like about it I'll tell you what I don't like about it. No, you can't. Got to hold that off for the next. It's a thing. shiny box. Yeah, but no, but uh, it, it's. Yeah, I'm not gonna go. I'm not gonna go there. I'm not gonna be. I'm not gonna take the bait. <laughs> I'm not gonna take the bait. So hopefully, so really, if we sum it up, right, the whole this whole conversation about yeah, conical burrs, conical burrs and flappers. Yeah, maybe we've learned something. Uh, is that the conical burrs maybe give you more texture and body? but mm-hmm. you're not going to bring out some of the notes of it. You're also not going to be running 22 grams, you know, of coffee through a conical burr, apparently. Um, oh, I, I, I disagree with that. Well, you have to disagree with this thing that I looked up on the internet once that someone said, as I refer <laughs> back to again. Um, um, no, I did that. I actually, mm-hmm. I can back it up. <clears throat> I'll tell you my reasoning, but you back it up first and I'll tell yeah. you what my reasoning is. Um, so the, the reason is that in theory, Conical burrs, you make uh, larger particles and smaller particles, and then uh, it is harder to extract from the larger particles in theory, and you over-extract from the finer particles. My thinking is that once you dial it in, you actually have a balance of fine and coarse particles because you actually distribute it. And for example, there is no point of distributing from flat burrs. There's no, there's no need of distributing, of using the wire distribution tool in flat birds. It's just wasting time because they are, they are uh, unimodal. So there's no need of distributing things. What about little clumps? You've got little clumps. You break there. the clumps, but that's a different story. So it's not, yeah. you're not distributing, you're breaking up the clumps. You're declumping. Yes, you're defrumping. Yeah. The, the reason why, once you have the flat birds, sorry, the conical birds, you, you are distributing. So you, you make a uniform um, mixture of fine and coarse particles. And you find the point of, at which you have the right flow through the particles so that you extract evenly. And the fines are actually slowing down the water so that you have a longer contact time with the, with the larger particles. So... At the end of the day, at the, at the end, you have this, the same result, very similar results at least. But with conical bursts, you have typically you have a cheaper grinder and it's more capable towards the high end, especially for pour overs. So um, you've raised an important point, which is the water flow through the coffee grinds. If you have mm-hmm. everything is all like uni- completely uniform, my understanding is it, it can be you need to have. Um, some larger particles and some smaller particles to to help that water distribution. Yeah. Um, but I disagree with the other part uh, because from what I've read so far, and I am not the expert, but I think what we should do is we should actually do some exercises. But I've um, but from what I've been reading, 
the um, that imbalance or that distribution, that wider distribution of larger, smaller, and target size grains makes it more difficult to extract it at, with higher um, with higher doses to extract well at higher doses. And and this was the whole thing behind, I think, Matt Prager doing his um, doing his World Barista Championship exercise mm, I see was that he could actually he could actually get espresso to a different level by using more coffee only because that he had a tighter distribution um but i think that it'd be interesting one to go and prove and, and, and you know what at the end of the day all of this is just theory and reading stuff and i think people should you know go out and if you can go out and try Right, yeah. I can. So I mean, I'm, I'm very fortunate. I've got the ridiculous big flat burr grinder. All I need to do is get a, a hand grinder, conical hand grinder, mm-hmm. you know. And I've got a decent machine. So away, away we go. Maybe that's something we should do. Definitely, it's uh, it's it's actually you get you should get you should try to get the same the same grind setting in both. Yeah. yeah. The same the same uh, the same extraction time. Yeah. Well, now that whole this whole COVID thing's you know coming to an end for us, hopefully the lockdown thing. Uh, and I'm moving house in five weeks or so, mm-hmm. I think, hopefully. We'll, go <laughs> um, you know, we'll set something up, Max, at, at the new place because you won't live a million miles away from me. I'll bring you over um, and under the pretense of making some coffee and then I'll give you a paintbrush and I'll say the living room needs painting. <laughs> okay, uh, like- <laughs> that's, the, uh, that's the way we do it in, the, uh, in, in England, isn't it? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 start, I, I came, I came here for a coffee, and suddenly, <laughs> and suddenly you're decorating. Yeah, uh, everyone pitches in. No, so we'll, we'll come around. We'll, we'll do that. I think that sounds like a fun thing to do. So, yeah. Yeah. so, um, so in summary, in summary, mm-hmm. we the flat burrs, big on big in cafes because they're fast, right? You can make them yes. really fast. Um, heat that's is a, the whole point. You actually can can uh, go through a lot of coffee very quickly. Yeah, yeah. That's the, that's the main thing for them, um, and also main, maintenance of the of the birds is, is probably more important at a cafe. Mm-hmm. Uh, at home, you don't need the big birds necessarily. Mm-hmm. Um, flat birds are good for espressos because they can pull out the clean flavors. Perhaps you can go for bigger doses. You know, if you've got a machine that can support it, if you've got a basket that can support it, you can go for bigger doses. Mm-hmm. Don't just stick it in there and you know hope for the best. Um, and the conical burr are, but they're louder and they're bigger is, is the problem. The flat burrs, the flat, yes, the conical burrs and, and, and they'll have a tighter distribution of, of, um, fines and boulders and target size, which is one mm-hmm. thing, but you'll have retention in your flat burr almost, almost certainly, yes. unless you're like me looking for something that's going to go for a, a very low retention flat burr grinder. You'll have the retention anyway, but you're probably going to have retention. Yeah. Um, the conical burrs, you've got the smaller, uh, cheaper, quieter grinders, um, that are dead easy to maintain that, um, but do have a wider distribution, but create more body and more texture. And, and from everything I've read, and I'm certainly not the expert here, um, are the preferable, preferen- preferential choice of the pour over yes. crowd. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that a good summary? I think it is a good summary. And in terms of um, advice for, 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 uh, for, for buying stuff <laughs> is um, you actually should just try what, what works for you and think twice on 
what kind of setting you want to have, what kind of setting you have in your home, what works for you. Because there's no point in getting something out of a coffee shop, then you put it in a kitchen and you pull out three coffees a day. Yeah, that would be, wasting... be pretty stupid to do that, right, Max? I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I've done. So um, <laughs> thanks for raising that point, Max. Always count but on you, buddy. But it's actually something to, to keep in mind. And yeah, you see it on, uh, you know, World Barista Championship, but have a different target. Yeah, it is. It is true. Um, it's a bit like me if I was to get into a Ferrari, I'd just crash it right away, you know? Uh, so, 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 uh, and one thing I would say, and, and they're not sponsoring this and they don't even know I'm going to say it and, or anything, but I would, if you, if this subject matter has interested you, if this stuff interests you, uh, do head over to, to Barista Hustle, um, because I don't know what it is. I think I pay 15 euros a month, something like that. Mm. Um, but they have, they have so much deep technical content um i actually didn't I, I completely didn't put the two things together that matt prager the guy who won <laughs> the 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 barista champ world championships that i made in the story with scott Rowell last week is in fact i think the behind barista hustle and is one of the founders there or maybe the founder but so, you know you you you, you made a point that he, he probably knows his coffee yeah, he does. He he probably knows a couple of things, you know. And so, uh, no, if you go there, I, I I love. I don't get on there enough. A really, good, you know, time is a factor, and I got so many things to read. But um, I get on there whenever I can, and he's always got new stuff coming out, and they keep it up to date. With um, it really sounds like a pitch, but I really don't care. I mean, just don't. You don't even have to mention us. Um, just just go check it out. I, I would say um, if you're interested in the technical stuff, the science, they're always keeping up to date. They've also got new things I've started reading on terroir. So they do an analysis of different countries. I think they've got Brazil and Guatemala mm. in there. So definitely check that out if this interests you. And don't forget to like, subscribe, and comment. Oh, I've got an apology as well. Uh, you have an apology. Oh my God, they're ready. I've got it. Yeah. Have you I've got an apology. Um, so someone contacted me and said, I can't sign up. Your stupid form doesn't work to get your free beans. Uh, and I was like, what are you talking about? It works fine for me. And I went and checked and I went into a different system and found that if I'm not logged into the back end, it didn't work for me either. We had to clear the cache or do something clever. Uh, uh, we changed the form and it, had, and it, and it was cached. <laughs> if this makes any sense to anybody, but apparently the old version was still on the servers and that made everything messed up. So uh, for all those people that tried to log on or to put their details in to get the free beans and then couldn't, and then got angry, it's an X fault. Uh, then it's my techie's fault. Uh, who's not here to defend themselves. So uh -huh. it's all their fault. Uh, not me at all, uh, but it's fixed. So do go there. I'll put a link in the show notes and, um, does work and i put it in we've got uh i think we've got quite a few people plugged in but not millions so you've got a good chance we need millions. free you know beans we've got the uh we've got the solitude beans i think we're going to run it for two more weeks uh mm -hmm. then we'll announce the winner probably a little bit actually i'll probably run it i'll probably close it off on the 30th of may let's just make it then 30th of may and then we'll announce whatever the weekend after that is we'll announce the winner and um, i'll get uh, those beans across and then then we start a new one so even if you put your details in, you put your details in once, then you're in our system forever unless you 
obviously tell us to take yourself, but mm-hmm. you're in a system forever and you'll go into every competition every month. Uh, so next month we've got um, another set of beans coming in and uh, they'll be very nice and you'll like them. You'll want them. You'll Definitely you them. want them. Yeah. <laughs> so do that and like the video or whatever, and we'll see you next week.